Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sanheim. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helfer. Hi, this is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, your team, your town, your Philadelphia Flyers, they win the game 5-2, the way we all wrote it up. Your team, your town, your Philadelphia Flyers, they get a win 5-2 against a downtrodden, uh, a melancholic, a just not very good Columbus Blue Jackets team. Welcome in to the Press Row Show, the number one rated post-game show this side of the Mississippi. Bundy's here. He looks like a butte. And I'll tell you what else looks like a butte. The Flyers record these last five games. Five straight wins. Don't call it a rebuild. Five straight wins, 10 points in those five games. And uh, you know what? I mean, you can't, yeah, the math is pretty simple, Russ. But what's better is just the way that this team's playing. This yep. was a little bit of a dangerous spot today. Yep. And I remember before the game, I thought, you know, I, I can't go against the Flyers again. And I got to ride them in this game because I just thought Columbus a little bit last night. It's a bad hockey team, yep. and in this league, when you got a chance to take advantage of a team that's playing as bad as them, you got to jump on them. It's nine in a row for Columbus in the loss column, and uh, the Flyers five in a row. They're climbing the standings. That puts them, I believe, second in the Metro. Second in the Metro. Which is amazing, and and certainly now, um, you know, it makes them a team now that people are going to at least look at now and say, we can't take this team lightly anymore. Yep. They're going to outwork you. Guys that need to score goals have been doing so. Connect me with another one. Ryan Pol uh, Paling today, that was a pretty a great showing by him as well. Yep. Uh, you know, a goal and two assists, plus three on the night for him. So, yep. again, you know, had a, a chance to elevate in the lineup, and uh, he served his, his coach well, uh, giving him those extra minutes. Philadelphia Flyers with this win, 21 points on the season in 18 games, uh, which has them level with uh, Carolina in terms of games played. So they do officially hop the Hurricanes. Uh, both the Rangers and the Capitals have two games in hand, or now three, I guess. Um, listen, it's it's a big win. Um, I fully expected the Flyers to come back down to earth in this one. You always think of, like, the trap game. You think of the fact that they've gone out. They, they won on the West Coast. They beat Carolina. They had a great win against Vegas. At some point, you have a letdown game. I thought it was going to be tonight. It clearly was not. Did they play a perfect game? No, they did not. But they didn't play down to the level of the Blue Jackets. Bundy, I'm not saying that they're a better team than we expected. But at some point, and maybe it's after the first 20 games, but at some point, uh, unless the wheels really fall off here in the next 10 games, I do think that we have to start having a conversation about like where this team is and, and if maybe the expectations are a little bit different. Well, I think the GM said it best beginning of the year. Like, we can't control other anything except what the players do on the ice. You know, so everybody has an opportunity as an individual to showcase that and to prove that, you know, man, we've been undervalued and maybe we are a little bit better than what people thought. So, again, I think that systematically they're playing terrific right now. They're, they've all bought in. Yep. Um, and as I said, like, there's nights. Tonight wasn't one of those nights. They found a way to win, but it takes. it's going to take a lot for this team to win a lot of hockey games in a row. This is an unbelievable stretch. I think last year we were about going through a 10-gamer at this time, somewhere in here. And, um, and so, you know, I mean, what a, what a flip of the script in a, in a year. And all we can hope is the team keeps getting better and keep buying in. Yep. Uh, wanted to get to this by Keith DeBetham. Says uh, that was a tasty snipe by TK. 
Top shelf. That was a sick, sick uh, shot. Yeah, short side. And, and again, the whole play that led up to that was two turnovers by uh, Columbus entering the blue line twice. The yep. first time it didn't go in, it went back. They regrouped. Second time went back to connect. And he's able to just wait on it. Yeah, I got Columbus, man, I'll tell you what, they're a team that's just completely disjointed. I mean, it, I, like we said San Jose. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, San Jose looked like they had more structure than this team. They sure did. Yeah, it was a weird – that was just a that, – that's not a good team. That's not a team that's playing together. They don't play cohesive hockey. It, it looks like a bunch of individuals, and some of them look just genuinely disinterested in playing hockey. Well, I mean, it, you know, you can't win the way they play like that. And one of their best offensive players in Goudreau, I know he's a local guy, but you can't play hockey like that and bring expect to bring other guys into the battle with you if you yeah. yourself won't even go in between the hash marks. So, yeah. uh, you know, anyway, I'm not here to really talk about Columbus. I think the story is the Flyers. I agree. Uh, and the Flyers dismantled a bad team. You're going to have to do that some nights. And the way they're playing right now, it would have been a shame to lose this game. Hunter Miko says uh, playoff bound. Eric says, so much for Russ making up ground. Yeah, I'm falling farther behind in these, uh, uh, in our, our predictions uh, standings. It's a long season. All right, 18 games down, 64 to go. I have time. I have yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's not, it's not going to be perfect the whole time. They're going to they're hit a rut again. Like, they, I really feel like every every team is struggles at some point. I mean, look at yeah. Vegas. Vegas lost yesterday. They uh, did they, I think they lost to Washington. Uh, and at the start of the trip, and they're getting uh, shut out right now by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yep. So, you know, a little bit of time left, but, you know, everybody struggles. It doesn't matter uh, who they are, but when you're playing well, you have to continue taking advantage of that momentum. Uh, Cryptic Cowboys is another good game from Belpedio. You know what? He he was so quiet, I didn't even notice uh, him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. yeah let's, I mean, talk about, let's talk about this. Uh, uh, oh, here you go. ECW and WWF. This year, Provorov is part of uh, nine losses in a row. Last year, it was 10 in a row. Is Ivan Provorov a losing player? 610, 610. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't, you know, I mean, you got to know who you are. And we've talked yeah. about this before. I don't want to keep going back to the well. This, this was, this was like, I mean, you know, and again, you look at the way the Flyers defense played, like, Sean Walker played a better game than Provorov or Wierenski tonight. Other yep. Flyer defensemen did too, so those are supposedly really good defensemen, but they played no better than anybody on the Philadelphia Flyers defense roster tonight. Yep. Um, here we go. Let's see. Um, Rob Greeley says that the that Columbus kind of looks like the Flyers from last season, losing but remain in games. I guess, you know, like, here, here's, a, here's the thing, Bundy. Like, if we're being realistic about what this Flyers team has been able to accomplish here through 18 games, I think that they have overachieved. I think that even if we had been honest with ourselves, I don't think we we would have seen them sticking in, hanging in with some of the teams that they have. Um, you know, you think about looking at this um, this schedule early in the season, there were some, like, you know, sort of softy games that maybe you would have thought they'd have picked up points. But to pick up the points against the teams that they have and the circumstances that they have and given the talent disparity – I think it's it's almost impossible to be anything but impressed by what they've been able to accomplish so far. Like, no doubt. And it, and it's okay. I mean, look if you're if you're out there and you're you know screaming to yourself, it's supposed to be a rebuild. You know, tank, tank, tank. You have to remember, like John Torrell is not going to tank. Um, this team is going to go out. They're going to play hard. It was really cool to come out once again, back to back nights, nice crowds, and the crowds were loud and they're engaged. Yep. This doesn't sound like a building that has become apathetic. And we know that the last few years when the fans were lied to, 
the building was apathetic and it was largely empty. There are a lot of people, and I, I, you know, we were talking about this before. The way that you gauge whether or not a fan base is, is locked back in isn't by the seats that are down by the, by the ice. Second deck. It's the second deck. Yep. And the second deck for the second straight game was quite full. And up here in the Snow the Goalie Sportsbook, in the entire top level, was very full again. It's a great weekend. And, and again, just tells you that, you know, Philadelphia, if you compete and you're, you're working and you're, you're getting some results, it doesn't always have to be result-oriented. They want to yep. see effort in this town. Yep. They want to see cohesion, and they want to see a group of guys that care. Yep. And they're seeing that. And you know what? I don't think the wins, it's, it's an accident that the wins have followed suit. You know, you do the right things on the ice, you play the game the right way, you're going to be re- rewarded for it, and that's what the Flyers have done. Matthew Bennick wants an over-under on how long it's going to be for Ant's interview. I can tell you that we already had the, communi- the, uh, the chat with communications about the importance of making sure that we don't wait until the guy takes a shower, gets a suit on. Ant and is Ant- fully dry, yeah, by Ant- the way, with the suit. Ant and intern Andrew are downstairs. I know who they're trying to get. I, uh, we have it listed here. The fine folks at home can't see it. It will be somebody that you'll want to hear from, which is exciting. Um, this is, I guess, an interesting thought experiment while we wait. <clears throat> Trevston 93 says, Chuck Fletcher always complained that key injuries hurt the team. Was he more correct than we thought? All right, so let's, let's hop into that thought experiment for a second. He, he openly complained last year or throughout the idea that they expected to have Sean Couturier back and that they expected to have Cam Atkinson back and Ryan Ellis didn't exist. He did signed. He traded for a guy that couldn't play. Yeah, like he had damaged goods. Like I'm, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not I mean, I still don't know how that went through. I hate beating a dead horse like yeah. this, but I mean, it's like, come on. Like I mean, I don't know how many guys were here they couldn't play or they were, they were unable to play. Yeah. Is there someone else I'm missing beyond uh, Ryan Ellis? Yeah, there was. There was Ellis Atkinson missed the season. Coots two years. Season. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if you know it out there. Let us know. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if we could say that, that he was right about it. I think that you see the impact that having Couturier and Atkinson has had this season. No doubt. It's been, yeah, a, like, it's a, lot of, it's been a lot better, certainly yeah. having guys in there with, with some seasoned minutes under their belt and trying to, and, you know, instead of trying to groom guys that are young players and playing big minutes. So, but if, know, they, if they had been healthy last year, this wouldn't have been a playoff team. No. Like I, so, no. so to that end, I would say, like, no. I, I don't think that you can go back with revisionist history and, and say that that's... Agreed. Uh, Ed says, Paling had a really good game in the right spot a lot. Good defensive plays. Rewarded with a goal. Nice to see. Um, yeah. I, Paling had a, nice, had a nice game. A lot, of, a lot of guys. Here you go. Three points for Paling tonight. Um, I want to I do something here with you, uh, and I'm sure that we'll get Ant in on this at some point. Um, Thanksgiving is this week. What's one thing you're thankful for when it comes to the Philadelphia Flyers so far this season? Or what's one thing that the Philadelphia Flyers faithful should be thankful for? I think that we have a team and a building and a, a group and community of the Flyers that are proud again of, of, of what they're seeing. Uh, we were as critical as anybody, and rightly so. I'll never apologize for that. Not ever. Yep. It, was a, it was a dumpster fire, a 10-alarm fire. Yep. And, you know, I, I mean, we, we asked for change. The fans knew it, too, and, and we stuck with it. But I'm not going to be apologizing for it, I'm, I'm, but I'm happy for the fans. Yeah. And, I, and, and I hope that this ride continues because it's been a lot of fun down here. It has been. Like, it's been awesome coming down the games. The fans are into it, as you said. It's loud. Uh, it feels like we're cheering for something again, like there's hope. Yeah. I think the biggest word in anything in life is hope, and, and certainly we see some 
some of the glimmers of hope through the way that these guys have played thus far. Yeah, uh, here you go, Scott Taylor. We're talking about watching hockey and winning games. Everyone talks like this is investing in your 401k. I want to watch winning hockey now. There is a thought. Like there, there are people out there who will not, under any circumstances, accept the idea of, of tanking or of you know watching a rebuilding team and trying to get that top pick. Um, I get it. Nothing is certain in the league. I totally get it. If you're a fan who, no matter what, no matter what the talent level of the team is, you want to see the team go out and win. And these are feel-good moments. And here's the bigger one. The upper bowl tonight was quite full, but it wasn't full of the elderly. It was full of a lot of kids and a lot of families. Yeah. And that, in some way, is part of the lifeblood of your of your your team and your organization. Yes, the season ticket holders are a big part of that, right? Because you need that. Those, those uh, you know, reliable people, those people who are committed to the team through thick and thin. But making young fans is a huge part of this. Growing them into full-time Flyers fans over time. Yep. And there's, you know, how many times do you hear people say, oh, you know, as a season ticket holder, my dad gifted them down to me. We've had them in the family for 50 years. We hear that all the time. Yeah. Yep. Looks uh, like, is Anthony, where is he? He actually may go into the shower and do the interview. <laughs> <laughs> next, Listen, next time, we're going to have to... We are going to have to make sure that next time Ant packs a pair of flip-flops. The shower flip-flops. Just you know, like right, the, just the dollar right ones at like five below or whatever. Shower. <laughs> we'll get him a little plastic bag to put over his, his phone. This one here by, by Joel. Yeah, boys are working hard while having fun doing it. And that, that's what winning is. You know, when you're out there, it doesn't feel like you're, you're doing a lot. The worst part is we always talk about this, but when, when you're winning, it feels like you're never going to lose. Yeah. And when you're losing, like you go five, six, seven in a row, it feels like you're never going to win again. Yep. There's a lot of I find like ebbs and flows in the in the schedule between teams. I I've never seen so much like really like a lot of roller coasters through teams. They go win six in a row, then they lose four in a row, then they go win five out of the next six. Yep. It's just weird, you know how that goes. It's not like a little you know win two, lose one, you know, and then kind of go right through the schedule. There's a lot, of, and I find a lot of teams do that through the entire league. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How does uh, here we go? Valentina asks, how does a rebuilding team win five in a row? Hard work and dedication. Hard work is a big thing, yes, staying with it. Um, and also, like I said, I, we said it yesterday, it's not impossible impossible anymore for even a team that you look at in a rebuild that they find a groove in a season. Yep. You just do. It happens sometimes. And you know what? I'm not saying it's a, it's a figment of our imagination and what we've seen isn't real, but stuff like that does happen. And yep. the, But I will say one thing. This team has played well, and they've earned their points. Yep. Uh, when I asked before about what people are thankful for, I asked you, and a few people – Chipped in with their thoughts of their own. Scott Taylor says he's thankful for the health of the team. Mike checks in and says uh, that we have a front office that actually cares now. Um, Dr. Panglass checks in from the West Coast. The team is mentally different. They're hard to play against with a chip on the shoulder. Um, there are questions here as well about if people were booing Provorov whenever he got the puck. I didn't I, notice that. I didn't that. notice that. No. No. I wasn't really looking, but if, if you usually you know it when a guy's getting booed or Bronx cheered from the other side, and, yeah. and I didn't didn't hear too much of it. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, Ant Ant is still standing down there. I think intern Andrew's getting the camera set up. I don't think Ant has the player yet. We're gonna yeah. have to, you know we told Ant that we're gonna have to have a chat with him if he does this to us again. He came up by the way. I don't think you heard this the other day or yesterday. It was yesterday. Feels like an eternity ago. He came up and. We started going back and forth about how long it took for him to get the player, to get Sean Walker. And he goes, oh, I had to wait. I had to wait so long. And I said, well, how do you think we felt? We were up here doing a show. We had to vamp for 40 minutes, expecting 15. That ain't me, bro. 
down there. We did carry it yesterday, Russ. We did. You know, I think we're kind of used to carrying it at this point. So, you know, not ideal. Not ideal at all. But we make it work because we care about the people. And we have 100... Look at this. We have 155 people in here right now. On a Sunday night. On a Sunday night. Some combination of YouTube and Facebook. It doesn't count the Twitter. The Twitter. But we do appreciate all the people who are here. And don't forget, you can subscribe to Snow the Goalie wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. Um, Not Stitcher. That's gone now. Google Podcasts. And then this show, the Press Row Show, which we do pregame, first, second intermission, and postgame, live from Wells Fargo Center. We do this on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitter. We can pull up the comments, as you've seen, on YouTube and on Facebook. Twitter, we cannot. So please head over to YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm thankful to the 2,100 people who are subscribed to the YouTube channel now. I would love to be thankful for even more. That's, I'm just throwing Give it, it a like, there. click, right? Yeah, it's just a little click. That's all it is. And click, and then you hit that little like button. Help us... Uh, Get found by other Flyers fans out there, which we greatly appreciate. Scott Taylor says the Flyers are causing major problems for teams in the neutral zone. Watch the stick work on the team. The counterattack is leaving teams on their heels. Yeah. One of the big things, and that was a good example, actually, that comment right there. Thanks, uh, Scott. That's how the goal was scored, the fourth goal that sealed yeah. it with, with Konechny. It was just two brutal, brutal plays by um, by Columbus, and then the Flyers just jumped all over them afterwards, yeah. came back and transitioned twice, finally got the, the insurance goal that put this game away. Uh, let's go to a few more here as we slowly get angry at Anthony Sanfilippo. Uh, Michael checks in, says, Snow the goalie, hard work and dedication. I think that's what uh, Michael is, is, uh, is grateful for. Um, Deidre says, why don't we uh, do some karaoke to pass the time? Bundy, uh, what was your karaoke song? Everybody has a karaoke song. Don't say they don't. Oh, man, Russ. I, I, I'm not talking to a karaoke you think I was running out the bars on Friday nights in my time? Karaoke? Yeah. I mean, you're telling me. Hold on. I mean, what am I? Bundy dude, sober, doing a lot of like, doing a lot of great things with the recovery community. But take me back to God, your playing I days. I want to bomb you right now. There had, <laughs> there, there had to be a song. You get on the bus, or you're celebrating after the game. What's the? Well, what was the? What was the song in the locker room? What's the one that you got the most into after a big win? There had to be one. Don't act like there wasn't. Johnny Cash. I fell in to a burn. <laughs> what's it? What's I can't. I, I used to. I see. I don't. I, I fell know. into a burning ring of fire. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring of fire. The ring of fire. Okay, that's it. That's my. That's, that's that was it. a good job. So we used to have guys. I will tell you one thing. We have like kids like that. We just lost like three viewers. <laughs> We did carry. We don't want those people to come back. Eight people are gone. They, we don't want so those people done. to come back. We had. Um, That's right. Now I lost my train of thought. I'm we used sorry. to have the kids play like the, the the funky, like you know, the new kids kind of stuff, like the new age, pop yeah. boy band stuff. And then Billy Barber would come. He was like, "Get this stuff off of here." I like how he, he's like, "Put that, put Johnny Cash on." So I'd be sitting <laughs> there, and he'd be in there listening to Johnny Cash, and we'd all get stuck. So hey guys, like listening to InSync and the Backstreet Boys in there. Yeah, some <laughs> some of the young guys, and I'd be like, Jesus, I mean. I think it's probably better now than it was 20 years ago. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Here you go. This, the team is now competitive now that Snow the Goalie went orange. Yeah, once we changed the logo from the blue to the orange, all of a sudden the team got hotter because we went from blue to, to orange. We heated up. We heated the Flyers up. It was all us. It was, it was all us. It was all us all Dr. the time. Dr. Pangloss is back again. Bundy says no stones. Yeah, I love the Rolling Stones. I just, I, you know, I like Freddie Mercury. I like Queen. Like, I, I like everything. I like Tina Turner. I'm not gonna lie, I do. Okay. I got a lot of. I got a pretty good variety. I like you too. 
I, I'm not. I like, like you I'm, too. I'm not a Swifty, but I you know three daughters that are all Swifties. How about the fact that they? You know that the NFL and ESPN were so excited for tomorrow for Monday Night Football, the Kelseys against each other. There was the rumor that that both the Kelseys and the Swifts, the parents, were going to meet for the first time. T Swift was supposed to be in the box, and then they had to postpone the show from today to tomorrow. Now she won't be there. ESPN, they were hoping for the rating. They're not getting the rating tomorrow. Although they still will. It's a Super Bowl rematch. Anthony's up to his old tricks again here, isn't Ant, he? Ant is in so much trouble. So we're going to have to pull us. the plug on. Because oh, hold on. We got, we got a, a message here. We got a message here. Still standing by. No. You know what, intern Andrew? You go figure it out. He's listening right now. You go figure it out. Somebody's got to figure it out. Um, let's see. Scott Taylor wants to see the Flyers try Tippett at center. He has all the tools to be an impact player at the center position. He can shoot, has speed, great on entries. Mm. I don't know if I see that. I'm not sure about that one. Let me let me look a little bit more and get back to you on that, Scott. I don't, I don't see that. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he's got the playmaking. Um, oh, oh we got we got we Ant go. down down below. We're gonna try to make this work now. Let's see if look we can we go got. with Trav. It looks like with uh, Travis Sanheim. Number six. Look at that. How about that? Okay, I'm here in the locker room with Travis Sandheim after the Flyers' victory. And Travis, you guys are just rolling right now, man. I mean, five in a row. What's, what do you think is just kind of like really working for this team right now to keep it going as well as these guys have? I mean, obviously we're, we're clicking a little bit offensively now. Um, but all season long, I mean, we've, we've been in most games. We've had chances to win most games. And I think we're just finally capitalizing on our chances. And, and when we do get up, uh, you know, we're doing a good job of, of closing and, and locking it down and um, finishing the job. So it's been good to see, and hopefully we can continue this uh, winning streak. You talk about getting up. You guys are 10-1 and one when you score the first goal in a game. How, how much of a focus has that been for you guys this year? I think it's just getting out to a good start. That's that's our main focus is, is trying to uh, – we've got a pretty fast team. Uh, we transition the puck pretty good. So um, if we can kind of catch them uh, at the start of the game and, and kind of get on them early – um, and get a quick one, it, it tends to work in our favor. So obviously doing a good job at uh, doing that. One of the things we were talking about today is, is just how uh, strong you guys are in the neutral zone, really kind of you know, breaking up plays in the neutral zone and just being being hard on the other team, making it hard for them to even gain entry into uh, into your end. Can you just talk a little bit about the, the strategy and the thought process there? It's a little bit different than before. Yeah, it's a big emphasis that we've had going into this season was our was our D um, kind of surfing up and, and being able to jam up plays. And a big part of that is we have to have forwards that are that are coming back, tracking back in the right spot, and, and uh, covering us if we do uh, jump up. So they're doing a great job of coming back. It's allowing us to stay up. We're turning over more pucks, and uh, we're able to transition a lot quicker. So um, credit to the forwards in, in allowing us to do that. And, and another thing that's really worked for you guys has been special teams. You get another power play goal in this one, a shorthanded goal in this one. I think you now lead the NHL with five shorthanded goals. Uh, may, maybe like the last thing that to come around for you guys, but man, if you get that special teams going in a positive direction, I mean, sky could be the limit for you guys. Yeah, um, I think special teams obviously play a huge factor, and the biggest thing is you don't want to, um, you want to gain some momentum from them. So uh, if you're on the penalty kill, you want to work the power play, and vice versa, same thing when you go on the power play. And uh, it's been, been been a big emphasis for us as a power play group is just trying to put the work in and um, right now it's paying off hopefully we can continue to, to get good looks and and to capitalize on our chances you, you last thing for me that you've been here for uh, through 
good times and some bad times. This locker room seems to be really close, really tight, really unified. Um, how, how much is that impacting the, the success that you guys have had so far this season? Yeah, we got a good group in there. Um, each guy's uh, coming, coming to work and putting, uh, doing their job, and um, you know we're having fun doing it. I mean, each guy's enjoying um, other guys' success, and I think that's uh, a key part in all of this is it's coming together as a group, being there for one another. Uh, Delo, another uh, huge fight for us tonight. Um, just the, the uh, effort that, that each guy's putting in each and every night is has been great. And um, that's a big part of why we're winning games. It's just that working team. So we've got to continue that. Travis Sanheim, thanks for joining us here on Snow the Goalie. Thank you. We're back. Hello. Great job, Ant. Thank you, Travis, for joining us there in our go. post-game show. Nice to have easily the best flyer defenseman this year. I heard somebody yeah. say how much bigger he looks. He does look bigger. He does. And he's playing bigger on the ice a little bit, yet getting his legs moving and stuff. And, uh, you know, in the game now, big guys, like you don't have to kill anybody. Like, he's playing good positional, positionally in his zone and, and making good plays. And he had another good game today. Uh, this is a good win. This is an excellent win. Uh, the team, where are we going from here, Russ? Wednesday, they're on the road, right? And then yeah. they have the Friday, Black Friday games, 1 they have, o'clock. They have here. the Black Friday game. That's all I care about because we're down here for it. Give me a second. Let's uh, let's double check. Well, some of us they have, have, they have to a, do the other games. They have a, uh, <laughs> you do. Yeah, you're right. Wednesday, games. Wednesday, the Flyers are in. They're on the island, taking yes. on the Islanders. They're back here on Black Friday, one o'clock, an afternoon game. If you're down here at the Wells Fargo Center, by all means, come up to the Snow the Goalie Sportsbook and uh, and come chat with us, like people did pregame and during the intermissions and postgame. We're up here the whole time. Happy to chat with people and uh, taking the game together. You want to hear how bad this is? What the Flyers play at the Islanders on. Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then they play at the Islanders on Saturday. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that is that is goofy. That's, that's just very, brutal. That's very goofy. Yeah. All right, let's see if there's anything else here that we want to get to before we head out. Shout out to Ant. Sanheim didn't get the, to the shower yet, so Ant did a better job today than he did yesterday. And, and that's really what this is all about, friends. It's about learning. It's about improving together. Now, um... I think we're good. I don't know if there's anything else here that we need to get to. No, I, mean, I will. I will tell people. Obviously, the Flyers are playing on Wednesday against the Islanders. You and I and Ant have to make a decision because Wednesday, obviously Thursday's Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, so we're, we're dealing. Typically, with the, we do the, the morning, morning after. after. So. The question is, if we'll do the morning after on Wednesday night, you know, immediately post game. Well, that's not if, the morning after. Uh, I know, but we did it once before. We did it one, one time before we went immediately uh, post-game. We'll have to talk about it. We'll put it on social media. We'll let you know on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter what we decide to do that day. Let's we'll call d- it the, the evening ladder. <laughs> ladder in the evening. Ladder. <laughs> oh, ladder. Uh, and then, of course, on Friday we'll be back here for the Press Row Show. Uh, a big thank you to everybody who tuned thank in. We, ha- we did our biggest number of live viewers uh, on the post-game you, show. You never know. So that means tells us we're growing. And For we sure. always tell everybody, I tell people downstairs, like, if you haven't heard of us, go watch it and then tell two friends and then tell them to watch it and watch two friends. Because we try to do a lot more than just hockey. We like to have fun, too, and try to give you a glimpse of the locker room that I once played in and, and offering similar personality to that. It's a good time. We love meeting people up here on the press row uh, in our area up here. Um, it was packed again tonight. Like, I was it really was. impressive really for a Sunday night. Um, that's because of Philadelphia fans. I said long ago, the beating heart of this franchise – is the fans. Yep. And that will always ring true. So yep. thank you so much for what you've done, getting, bringing, helping us, the Flyers bring this back again. Yep. Um, 
we want to see the team continue to do well, but we also understand, you know, what this is. Yep. And that's why we relish and, and uh, love every win so much. On the off chance that we don't do anything uh, after Wednesday's game, I think we will figure out a way to do it. But on the off chance that we don't, I do want to say thankful for you. Same here, Thank- Russ. Thankful for Ant. Thankful for Ant and Andrew. But most importantly, thankful for all of you who watch the show and all of you who listen to the show after the fact. And, and I'd like to just throw something out. Go ahead. How many, what's the over-under of deviled eggs that Anthony eats on Thursday? I'm going to set it at 27 and a half. I'm going to say under because I'm thinking Ant, I'm thinking, no, no, I think I'm thinking traditional, no, I'm thinking traditional Italian. I don't think you go deviled eggs. I think, That's a, I think of deviled as, eggs with uh, Easter. Yeah, I, no, do I you think, do deviled eggs I, on uh, Thanksgiving? No, no, I think Anthony does. I have a you feeling he's going to double egg it. Yeah, yeah, yes. He's been, you know what, though? He's been so good. He's been on the diet. He's been, you know, dropping lots of pounds. I tried to get him to go Hunter's, to the diner. Hunter Miko says under. I tried to get him to go to the diner yesterday for like a, a, a late late yeah. food. Because like, you know, back in the day, he and I used to go and grab a, a bite. He's like, oh, I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to eat. I'm like, oh, I said, how about tonight? It's not that late. You know, go grab grab a bite. He's like, oh. Maria made me dinner. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> Maria's great cook. She's fantastic. Makes a fantastic chicken cutlet. I'm sure. I'm, I'm telling you, I I had the chicken cutlet. Fantastic chicken cutlet. It was home for a big parm and a big side of it was, pasta. It was so good. Yeah. It was it was very good. Anyway, Ant won't go and have fun and, and eat after games anymore, and I feel a little bit wounded. Yeah. But you know what? I'm still grateful for him. And again, we're grateful for all of you who watch the show. We do. All, we love you. All of you who we listen to you. the show. And we'll see, you, uh, we'll see you sometime Wednesday, but definitely Friday. For sure. If not before then. Yep. So for Bundy, for Ant, I'm Russ. Another Flyers win. Five in a row. They look to make it six in a row on the island on Wednesday. Boy, could they get to seven on Black Friday. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but enjoy the wins as they come. We'll talk to you soon.